When you're lost in the darkness, look for the pod. Specifically, the Prestige TV podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network, where we're breaking down every new episode of HBO's The Last of Us. On Sunday nights, grab your battery and join Van Lathan and Charles Holmes for an instant reaction to the latest episode. Then head back to the QZ on Tuesdays for a deep dive with Joanna Robinson and Mallory Rubin. From character arcs to video game adaptation choices, story themes to needle drops, we'll parse every inch of this cordyceps-coated universe. Watch out for mouth tendrils and follow along on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like... Can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC slim fit trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just... Once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. Welcome to the Ringer NFL Draft Show. I'm here in person with Danny Kelly, Ben Solak, and Craig Horlbeck. Hello. (laughs) Hey there. (laughs) We are usually coming to you every Thursday to talk NFL Draft, but we're in Phoenix for the Super Bowl, and so we're just going to talk draft. We're going to just draft NFL prop bets because it's our favorite show of the year, just doing my favorite show of the year, just doing prop bets, and then Solak's here, and Solak is a gambling degenerate. Savant. I was thinking Savant, but maybe yeah, both. let's not say addict because my mom is the show. We'll use a different word. <laughs> well, your mom will love you no matter what. <laughs> uh, we're going to just go one by one and draft Super Bowl profits. I got to tell you the truth. I don't totally know how this works. Yeah, I'm this just going to say off the bat with transparency. It's um, a very loose. We're just going to go around and talk about our favorite profits. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But we're drafting. But it's sure. drafting. Yeah. Sure. We're drafting, yeah. yes. Uh, okay, so we're gonna we have a lot of fun with prop bets. Honestly, it's, honestly, it's my favorite two days of the football year. It's not actually a game. It's the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, like going to the weekend where I just can just look at the props for three consecutive days going to the game. <laughs> I think it's the most joy I get all year in a football season. Uh, before we do that, though, I want an extreme, uh, potentially irreversible tonal shift in the show, and I actually want to be like serious for a moment. Um, as many people listening probably know, but in case you missed it or just saw a headline. Um, there have been these like catastrophic earthquakes uh, along the border of Syria and Turkey this week, and the latest toll, death toll is like fifteen thousand, and it's likely even higher than that. And you know, people, children trapped under rubble. It is horrific. And so we figured we're doing this podcast. It's very silly. We're talking about very stupid bets and putting a dollar or ten dollars on Patrick Mahomes' passing yardage, or will Andy Reid wear a Hawaiian shirt to the Super Bowl? Um, not the most serious fare we discuss here. So we were basically thinking, you know, whatever amount of money you were going to bet on the Super Bowl. Take whatever chunk of that, whatever percentage you're comfortable with, 
And we just ask you to kind of throw it to some of the organizations that are trying to help all these people. We've got one organization linked in this episode description, uh, and we can put it on, on social media as well. I'll make sure to tweet it out at, um, at Danny underscore Heifetz. That organization is the Turkish Philanthropy Fund. It's specifically, it's their earthquake relief fund. That money provides food and emergency medical supplies to displaced families. It also just helps the frontline workers. So we have a link in the episode description. And then obviously, there are also plenty of other worthy organizations as well. So any amount is a generous amount. And you can see that again in the episode description. And with that said, uh, we can go back to our incredibly privileged and frankly, very silly, very silly jobs mm. and yeah. discuss whether Andy Reid will wear a Hawaiian shirt to <laughs> right. the Super Bowl, yeah. which is minus 15,000. So it's kind of like compound interest. It's <laughs> it, like, would you wait, rather? It is? Well, it's, well, no, no, for no, no is like uh, minus 15,000. Oh, okay. yeah, so okay. it's like, obviously he won't, but like, should you just put that in like the <laughs> S and P 500 or right. take right. your stocks out and just put it on that and just make 3% return? Does that, is that like good finance? I'd, I'd bet on yes at those odds. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that kind of odds, right? I mean, like, think about it. We're going to be sitting in the stadium like six hours before kickoff and be like, why are we here? This is boring. And be like, well, I'm really dialed in on when Andy arrives and what he's wearing. This we is just why, hand him a Hawaiian shirt. This is shows. what you do. Right, exactly. Andy, put this on. That's, uh, that's what prop bets are for. They're for filling in excitement times right, exactly. in the gaps of things. Okay, so we're going to do the draft. We're going to go in order. Um, I was going to figure out the draft order ahead of time, and I forgot. So, so you don't know. Does anyone want to go first? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I'll go first. All right, Craig. We want to go in ascending order of who loves the Whopper song the most. <laughs> oh, we got to talk about way tie. We, we got to talk about how the Whopper song is now remixed to what was it again? Burger cheese, burger, burger cheese, burger cheese, burger cheese, burger cheese. As alluded to on our podcast, we we scoop. We're the Adam Schefter of yeah, the Burger King advertising market. It's amazing. I'd love it if we could just have everyone who makes jingles on our pod like once a month and just <laughs> yeah. break jingle stories. Right. <laughs> we're the jingle guys. Well, they said that we're doing. They're doing a burger cheese ad, and I was like, oh. And then I was like, oh, like, that's a joke. Right? KFC's like, oh, we got to get on the fantasy pod. We're doing a jingle. We need to get that out there. <laughs> and they released it on Spotify too, which is great. Shout out. I mean, incredible. It's all coming together. Um, all right, you want to just go clockwise, counterclockwise? Sure. The way we're sitting yeah, in yeah. this lovely hotel room? Yeah. So I'm yeah. last? Well, it depends which way we go. You yeah, want to go second? Like I go didn't clockwise. get the order ready. <laughs> go clockwise. All right, we'll go clockwise. <laughs> all right, point. my first prop bet is just everything Travis Kelsey related. I'm just taking all the overs. I just, I'm not messing around. <laughs> I like it. Uh, on, you know, We're using FanDuel on various sites. You can get his number around, his receiving yards number around like 79 and a half up to 80 and a half. I'm just taking the over. Catches around seven and a half. Um, if you parlay this together, 79 and a half receiving yards, seven and a half catches, it's plus 147. He's gone over. If you look at him in the playoffs, like Travis Kelsey in the playoffs is a completely different beast. He's actually played 17 playoff games, exactly, a season's worth, and he has 127 catches in those in those games. But in the playoffs, he's been over 95 yards in the last seven of eight games. Yeah. Over 95. And the line's like around 79, 80 today. He's had over seven catches in six of his last eight games. Like you can even, you can even like tie it together more. There, there are props where you can get like Travis Kelsey to have nine or more catches, 85 or more yards, and a touchdown. It's like plus 340. Mm -hmm. um, I'm hammering all of that. I was going to say that Kelsey is like Apple or Amazon stock. It just keeps going up. But didn't Google lose $100 billion yesterday? So maybe that's a bad example. Yeah. It's a, now is not the time to mention tech okay. stocks. Yeah. <laughs> Craig. <laughs> Last time the Eagles played Kelsey, four catches, 23 yards, and six targets. Concern? Was that in the playoffs? That was 2021, week four. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No concern. Doesn't bother me. Travis Kelsey is a machine in the playoffs. Oh, okay. I'm not worried about that a little Craig bit. Craig said I, I consume no data from the regular season. <laughs> no <laughs> football from September to December. I mean, season starts in January. Well, why, did, why did Kelsey only have, what was the line again? 
four catches for 23 yards. The reason is because uh, Patrick Mahomes only had six incompletions in the entire game. He could throw basically whoever he wanted, whenever he wanted. And Tyreek Hill had 11 catches for 186 yards. Now we're talking. Get a new defensive coordinator? No, same defensive coordinator, oh, Jonathan okay. Gannon. They've changed how they play coverage. They have much more talented players. And Vic Fangio consulted with the team this year. So last year, they played a ton of cover two against the Chiefs. It was like 29% of their snaps. It's the highest single game number of any game in Gannon's career. Wait, say that again? They played cover two on 29% of the snaps. That's the highest single game number of the last two years for the Eagles defense was against the Chiefs week four cover two. This year, they play about a third as much cover two season long as they did last season. They're not a cover two team anymore. They're a quarters mm. team now. So there's more room for Kelsey underneath. And I think that Kelsey is going to be a higher volume player than he was. So I don't mind the props with Craig. I just definitely think that this Eagles team is going to say, hey, we had a nice game plan. We had a lot of eyes on Travis Kelsey, a lot of zone players on him last time. They're going to do that same approach this time. It's not going to be the easiest game of Kelsey's life, but who else are you going to throw the ball to? Sky Moore? Like, yeah, <laughs> yes. you know, Kelsey is, right. well, is a safe bet in that way. You wrote about Kelsey this week, DK. Yeah. I mean, it's like nothing that really is novel or whatever, but I just think it's so striking how he is legitimately the only number one receiver who's a tight end. But you know what I mean? Like he... Mark Andrews, I guess you can kind of say is, but like he fell way off this year. Obviously, there was a lot of issues in Baltimore, but like Kelsey's legit the the number one receiver on this team, and that just doesn't happen at the tight end position very often. He's he's um, I wouldn't say unique, obviously, because there's been number one receiving tight ends in the past, but he is really really rare as like what he does, how he can move, how he can run routes. Um, he can get open from the slot and on the outside just like so easily. He's just such a good route runner such such good awareness of where the defense is going to be where the defenders are going to be and he like will like you know drop step away from them right when he catches the ball and like picks up extra yards he actually led the nfl in yards after the catch this year so i love this i'm all well, about the kelsey stuff so shameless plug Solok and i we also do the nfl show on fridays we're doing the super bowl preview recording that later today and i was talking to steven basically one of the things we we're talking about in the show is um, why don't they just double Travis Kelsey all the time? <laughs> but the interesting answer and like is like, well, did she just make it really hard to double Kelsey? And also the Eagles yeah. don't necessarily even want to do it. And yeah, and also like there's a misconception about double teaming, which is that if you double team a guy, he isn't open. It's not true, right? In order to double team a guy, you have to have rules, right? Like Belichick would run like one double 87, like two guys in man coverage. But you can't just play it's like... It's not all code. One yeah. double 87. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. But you... uh. Uh, you can't just like, okay, two guys in man coverage. They have to play with leverage, right? Like, okay, I'll, I'll be underneath him and to the outside, and you'll be on top of him and to the inside. If he breaks your way, you got him. If he breaks my way, I got him. Well, one of the things the Eagles will do in zone is they'll have like one guy on Kelsey's left, one guy on Kelsey's right. And it's like, okay, both their eyes are on him. Let's double team him. And then Kelsey will just turn around, yeah. and the ball will be in his chest the moment he turns around because Mahomes and Kelsey are same brain fusion dance, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, double teaming a guy makes it seem like he isn't open, but because you have to still play with rules, there's still ways to break the rules, especially when Mahomes and Kelsey see the game so similarly. So, like, yeah, double Kelsey as much as you want. Mahomes is still going to throw it at him. It's yeah. Mahomes to Kelsey. There's yeah. inevitabilities in the NFL. This is one of them. It's kind of like a car chase where it's like the Fast and the Furious and like two cops are chasing like Dom Toretto. And it's like, okay, but like he just stops. It just like <laughs> what drives off the road. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like a Fast and Furious analogy. Um, speaking of Travis Kelsey, there's a couple of props that I outlined that I'd like to bring up. Um, Great. Number one. Tight end position to be the first to score a touchdown. It's plus three ten, so three to one. Oh, I think this is a pretty good bet. Like yeah. Kelsey is number one, like their number one target. Scores a lot of touchdowns. Well, how many does he have in the playoffs? Do you remember? Like a thousand. I yeah, it's a, I think it's eleven or twelve. Yeah. Nobody knows, and nobody knows. 
in addition to that, I mean, like Dallas Goddard is a good player too. And let's not forget about it's Jack 15 Stoll. 15 in 17 games. 15 in 17 games. Yes. There you go. So that's I don't know. Like, I just looked at this one. That's almost one a game. Obviously, you know, the Eagles, the Eagles could be the first to score a touchdown, but I think Goddard is a big part of their offense also. So, I mean, that kind of like helps out. But obviously, Kelsey, to me, is the favorite to score a touchdown for the Chiefs first. So He also, um, um, I'm sorry, he's also uh, run for one, so it's 16 in 17 games. <laughs> Jesus. Um, <laughs> somewhat related to this. So well, first of all. touchdowns in 17 playoff games? Yeah. So, first of all, yeah, thoughts on that. So, like, what do you think? So I, I really like that. One of the ones that I have later, which I you know spoil it now and maybe I'll draft it later, is Noah Gray to score a touchdown plus eight fifty. Oh, I literally had the same one. Noah Gray is is the second string tight end for the the Chiefs. There we go. And this game very much projects for the Chiefs to be in multiple tight end sets. They've played a lot of multiple tight end sets this year. They're six in the league in the rate of plays in which they have at least two tight ends on the field. Last year they weren't a multiple tight end team, right? They still had Tyreek Hill. They had like Byron Pringle. You know, they had a, a wide receiver room that they really liked. There was one game last year where they were really high rate of multiple tight end sets. Week four against Jonathan Gannon's Philadelphia Eagles. Interesting. The Eagles are a very light personnel team. And so the Chiefs say, okay, we're going to put two tight ends out here and we can. But light, you mean like literally like they don't weigh yeah. much. Like literally they're yeah. light. The Eagles don't have a 4-3 defense. They don't have, they don't play. They don't have one. They can't get four defensive linemen and three linebackers on the field. They don't do it. They'll do 5-2 and they'll do like a 4-2-5 and they'll put three linebackers on the field and goal line, but they do not have a 4-3 defense. So you put tight ends on the field. They're like, ah, here's a safety or they're like, here's Linval Joseph. Maybe so, he solves this problem for us, right? I'm going to ask you this again in five yeah. hours with the NFL show. Why don't they just treat Kelsey like a wide receiver and just like, oh, they have two tight ends in the field. Screw it. They have one tight end in the field. They do. They are treating Kelsey as a wide receiver. The problem is every so often that wide receiver lines up right off the hip of the offensive tackle mm. and blocks somebody. Yeah. And the, somebody he's blocking is a 205-pound corner, lighter for the Eagles, right? Avante Maddox is like 190. Chauncey Garner-Johnson, who is their strong safety, he's also like below, below 200. And now Kelsey looks like rock yeah. blocker. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, 14 carries for 102 yards against the Eagles in that game. And the thing about Clyde Edwards-Alaire is he's not great at this and <laughs> drive by for Clyde <laughs> just catching straight they, wait, wait, yeah. like the rest of the development the beauty pageant with Ann and he's like oh Ann's gonna be the beauty pageant what, what are you doing here she's like, like working on the set stagehand or? Or? <laughs> Clyde's at the Super Bowl yeah so they have Isaiah Pacheco who's been a better runner than Clyde Edwards-Alaire one of the best runners in the league this year in rushing yards over expectation they have a really good rushing offensive line like they're gonna put multiple tight ends on the field a lot and because of that you I have, you know, this chance for Noah Gray to go over his receiving yards, which is something I, ha I have legitimately in the real world. Noah Gray touchdown, <laughs> which I have legitimately in the real world. This, though, tight end to score the first touchdown really nicely gives you exposure on just like Travis Kelsey first touchdown, which mm -hmm. is a great bet, but also picks up guys like Noah Gray and Dallas Goddard. I think that's really good. I didn't see that one. I love well, that one. Literally. Nice. All right. This is well, this worked out really conveniently for me having no plan. But um, it's like a metaphor for my life. Mm. But I, I also love Jody Fortson, their other tight end for a touchdown. And I had this down. Yeah, I had the circle the day the props came out. And then Sal picked it as his like Gary Russell, like random player to score a touchdown bet he does every year, which made me feel great. But the Jody Fortson's 14 to one, just watching the Chiefs. I feel like they do try to get Jody Fortson the ball in the end zone all the time. It's like 14 to one from the touchdown. I love the, yep. the, the Kelsey to score touchdowns, basically like a dollar for dollar almost. Noah Gray eight to one, Fortson fourteen to one. I, I'm going to do all of those. Yeah, absolutely. It's a it's a fun day for uh, sprinkling the tight ends. And if you play <laughs> DFS, don't go in my tournaments. Go in other tournaments. But Noah Gray and Jody Fortson are those cheap guys that you want to drop yes. into the roster. And if they pick up a touchdown, you have a huge edge. So absolutely, it's a day to commit 
to the third tight end of the Kansas Hell City yeah. Chiefs, baby. <laughs> Welcome to the Super Bowl. Um, speaking of this, though, I wanted to add one more, which I just thought was ridiculous and funny, and I don't know why it's on here, but FanDuel. Both Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey to score one plus touchdown each. What are the odds? <laughs> uh, 200 to one. Describe to me oh, the scenario in which Jason Kelsey scores a touchdown. I know. It's very it's very sad. Like A lot of people have this Jason Kelsey touchdown score thing, but in order to do that, the Eagles would have to make a rookie, Cam Jurgens, come in cold to snap <laughs> the football no in the low red zone. In order to get, it's, uh, in order to get Kelsey somewhere where he can be eligible, they have to change who's snapping the ball. You well, almost need to bet on him like, like recovering a touchdown in the end zone. I was yeah. going to say, oh, you know, the, like one, the one, the, uh, uh, my job in theory is supposed to know most of the NFL rules. The one rule I've never understood is what are the rules of offensive linemen advancing the ball? I don't actually, I still don't understand when they like, can and yeah. cannot pick if, up a fumble and run it. If it's cool, then they can. <laughs> if it's yeah, Let's if consult the 90 page. Yeah. Yeah. They asked the Russian judges remember. and they just, yeah. The, okay. Yep. I do have a, one of my, my props that I'd like to draft is adjacent to this, which is a Fandle. Adjacent Kelsey to this. Uh, uh, it's adjacent to this conversation, which is Fandle has a big man TD prop. Any, oh, any offensive wow. lineman to score one plus receiving touchdown is plus 3,000. <laughs> earlier in the week, it was plus 3,500. It's been bet down. <laughs> People are on to this one. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Who's the lineman it would be? Right. Well, oh, the Eagles, they're all like actually athletic, right? Exactly. It's like the Eagles threw a touchdown to Lane Johnson in 2021. Yeah, Lane, yeah. They don't have a offensive lineman target this year. The Chiefs have an <laughs> offensive line target in 2020, scored a touchdown with Eric Fisher, and they had an offensive line target in 2021 to Mike Remmers. That one did not score because they were throwing a Mike Remmers for some reason. <laughs> oh, but, no, what's he? Oh, the lineman doesn't drop it, and they're like, oh, well, he's Mike yeah. Remmers. I mean, I just, I like, you know, it's more fun <laughs> when it's like a guy who's like an athlete, not like a 35-year-old vet. Anyway, uh, the Chiefs don't have an offensive line tar- guy target touchdown yet this year, and the Eagles don't. The Eagles, Ooh. obviously, under a different coaching staff, but rolled out the Philly special last year in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, not last year, last year, both in the red zone. And the Chiefs tend to come out with really weird stuff in, in the red zone. This is not a prop I recommend in terms of making money. <laughs> it is a prop I recommend for fun. in terms of when you're watching the game and you, you know, like, I mean, we, we all at the stadium, we will hear like, 72 is reported eligible. And everyone like, perks up. Right, but when you're, when you're watching the game at home, you're looking, you're like, that's a really big tight end. What's yeah, that guy yeah. doing? And you realize like the six offensive linemen, that's a fun moment. The that's adrenaline that you, you will feel. Come on. Hold on. <laughs> you're just watching and you just, you just see Andre Dillard jogging in. You're like, oh, is this it? Is yeah. this it? Yeah. So I, I very much like in my, uh, in my portfolio here for our prop Brett draft, plus 3000. Those, those big are, man touchdown. Yeah, those are super fun. I like that. All right. Who's next? I don't even know uh, what, whose turn it is. Hi, Fitz? Uh, I actually think Craig's up. Okay. I like um I like Mahomes' longest run to be under ten and a half yards. Okay. Oh wow. Um, so you're calling him So no a no bitch. running for the the foul ball and the no what is it? Uh, well I still think he'll no, run. He, like I don't mind taking the over on his yards. I just think an eleven yard run is far. No, he's, oh, right. he's running yeah, he's Pablo Escobar holding a beer. Running for That's a foul ball. Runs. His yes. longest run has been less than seven yards in six of his last eight games. Yeah. And he's Except, his, is the exception literally last week. No, he, he didn't. His longest run last week, that was like an eight-yard run. What was the, was that eight Well, yards? it counted for like 20-something because of the, the penalty. Yes, but it yeah, was like, that it was not that long of a run. It was like a third and four or something like that when he scrambled. Yeah. Um, but 11 yards just seems really long to me for mm-hmm. his ankle. I feel like he's going to be either sliding, ducking out of bounds, like not taking hits, not trying to get the extra yards. I, I don't mind you betting the over on his on his totals, which is like 18, 19, 20 yards. But I think 11 on one run is a little a little high for my blood. 10 and a half. If you take the unders, minus 125. This so is, like, hold on. What you were talking about, the defenses that the Eagles play, right? Like, do they play a lot of just like man, like cover, cover one, cover zero? 
They play a, a decent amount of man, mm-hmm. uh, it, and it's tricky to understand what exactly they're going to play in this game, right? They can man up if they want Darius Slay on Travis Kelsey, but really only when Kelsey's aligned outside, right? If he's lined in the inside, then they're not going to play man because they don't want like Avante Maddox living with the Kelsey matchup. Um, the thing is, like, when you go back and you look at defenses that have historically been successful against Mahomes, cover three, cover two, quarters, man, whatever they do, they really try to make sure they have second-level guys who have their eyes in the, in the backfield. Yeah. Like dudes yeah. who are looking at the backfield because it's just, you cannot have your back turned. And I think the Eagles are going to are gonna play that way as well. Yeah. So under 10.5 makes a lot of, like, makes sense in that logic. Mm-hmm. I do like the overall Mahomes over just because this is going to be a game where Mahomes is constantly asked to manage the pocket, escape the pocket, get flushed out of the pocket. The Eagles pass rush is going to move him off yeah. the spot. The more he moves off the spot, the more rushing attempts he has. And so you are kind of trying to hit a window where you're like, all right, like, this makes sense as a lot of rushing yardage games, but I don't want him to you know, break a tackle and get down the field. Can I ask you about that? Because I feel like defenses, I mean, you have to play in the Chiefs, talk about both sides of their mouth. I feel like they always say two things. We got to keep them in the pocket, but they're also like, well, we got to get them off their spot. Aren't those like the opposite things? I don't think that people say too much that they want to get Mahomes off of his spot. I think that in general, you would want to keep him in the pocket. Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league in terms of turning a pressure into a play that is not positive for the defense. The BOGO, the buy one, get one free. Exactly. Yeah, like you like, run the play and then it goes right. to shit and then you get another play. Like Mahomes, uh, his pressure to sack r- uh, ratio, right? So like how often he takes a sack on a pressured play is about 12% this season. League average is like over 20 Right, he's oh, wow. the best quarterback in the league at getting pressured and not getting sacked. Yeah. Sometimes that's a scramble, sometimes that's a pass attempt. Right, even if it could be like a throwaway. It's still erasing the negative, uh, and so you can you can go about it as a defense one of two ways. You can say, all right, he really kills us with the scrambles. Let's just kind of uh, you know slush rush him. Right, let's just kind of you know condense the pocket slowly and and not let him escape. Or what you see other smart teams do is they say. Let's rush him with the intention of getting him out of the pocket in a direction we know, right? When he threw the or game losing pick yeah. against the Corral Bills. Him. Yeah, when he threw the game losing pick against the Bills way earlier in the regular season, the Bills rushed him with Von Miller with the intent to move him to his right. And then you have a where Matt Milano yeah. was waiting for him, yeah. right? Yeah. And so you can do it, you can do it a multitude of ways. The Eagles, uh, they're gonna try to sack him. Like the 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 Eagles are this is strength against strength. Like I said, Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league at not taking sacks on pressures. Guess who the best defense is in the league and turning their pressures into sacks? The Eagles. The Eagles, yeah. sa- the Eagles sack rate just on all downs is like 11%. The difference between e- the Eagles and the number two ranked team in terms of sack rate is the same as the difference between the number two ranked team and the number 29th ranked team. This team is ludicrously talented at getting the quarterback down. Yeah, they're just they're it's leading strength against strength mile. on that one. Yeah. Can you imagine if they just tore his UCL ligament like on the first split drive again? Oh, God. To watch don't like even f- say that. I, <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? I don't like anything. <laughs> What's the pro- Do we have a prop on that? <laughs> Well, there is a prop on uh, how many players will throw a pass in this game. The number line's two and a half on that. I had that one written yeah. down too. That's, <laughs> that's low key one of the best props there. Yeah, those are always Just fun like, to root for because I mean, Kelsey throws passes sometimes, right? Like, like you no, know, Kadarius Tony apparently has like a really strong Tony, arm. All right, I will give him that. I, you know, how I feel with Kadarius Tony. He's like the, str- like the fourth strongest arm in Kadarius the Kadarius Tony had the best arm on the New York Giants. <laughs> yeah, that is right. like not in question. Yeah. So Plus, I had that like, one Mahomes written down. Gets, hit and Henny has to come in for like a play or two. That's, so, that's the, yes, I think that's honestly the, re- the fact that you can get the line on two and a half when both quarterbacks are injured. I know, it's wild. It's just they, they literally need one, they, they need to leave for one drive because if it's one play, they'll hand the ball off. Minshew, oh boy. So um, yeah, that one's plus 154. That's really good. The over I, on two and a half of passing attempts yeah. for uh, players to make a pass? Yes. Yeah, I mean, at the face of it, kind of forget all the details. You're like, well, both quarterbacks are hurt. How is that like a bad bet? Yeah, yeah. Right? I, uh, I have a couple related to that I want to bring up too. Any quarterback to have one plus receiving touchdown, so any quarterback to catch a touchdown, 
is 50 to 1. Philly special. 50 Philly to one. special. Um, so it's Andy Reid is in this game. He's part of this game. Like, no, why Jay, not? But Mahomes got, he dislocated his kneecap doing a quarterback sneak. And the Chiefs are like, cool, cool. We're never doing that ever again. So I feel like no, Mahomes it's a receiving, is not running around. It's a receiving touchdown. So it's like a trick play. Yeah, yeah. So Mahomes is never running around again. So it has to be Jalen Hurts, basically, though, right? He got a he got a broken knee doing a sneak. He wasn't running around. No, though. Mahomes. I no, no, I know. I'm just saying, but but now that he has a high ankle sprain, oh yeah. Andy Reid's not gonna run him on the route. Like so what they like, want you to think, baby. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I'm all in. But yeah, it's probably more likely Jalen Hurts. Yeah. They zig, I zag. <laughs> Well, it's like Craig, Craig was saying that you get your adrenaline when you when you, like you play hurt, and really the, the more injured teams actually do have the advantage. That's that's, that's right. the real that's it's, the margin. That's in almost the as dumb as the Eagles are frauds take. Never corner an injured. Oh yeah, so like all the Eagles <laughs> I fans. Can, I think you're the Philly special probably got a big influx of listeners this week, not just for the Super Bowl, but because I think all the Eagles fans that listen to our podcast. Um, hate our guts now because we talked about whether the Eagles is it bad that they've been winning basically every moment of every game they played this year? <laughs> no struggle, is that a bad no thing? adversity. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, I mean, Rocky. Yeah. Like, How worried are you now? Rocky yeah. didn't just win every round. Yeah, the uh, it's okay. The Eagles fans who listen to the Philly special are not thrilled with Sheila and I. We get a lot of hate <laughs> this week. People are really upset. We keep saying Mahomes is good, and I'm like, How dare you? I got news. <laughs> He is. I can't. I don't know what you want from me. The guy's really good. They're always like, the Eagles are so much better than the Chiefs. And all the Ben and she'll talk about is how good Mahomes is. Like, yeah, the Eagles are so much better than the Chiefs. And they're also in this game. So, yep, that's what we got. I love that. Um, Speaking of how great Mahomes is. Sorry to go out of order here, but this. uh, How many TikTok videos will Jackson Mahomes post during the Super Bowl? Over one and a half. Over one and a half. Is uh, during the Super Bowl. So is this kickoff to zeros? Yeah. Which again, you're getting like a four hour. Which again, first of all, he's still doing the content thing, right? Right. Well, so I was looking at his TikTok this morning and (laughs) good scouting. I love this scouting Super Bowl. So the the under is the favorite. Under one and a half is minus one ninety. Over one and a half TikToks is plus one forty. But I'm still taking the over. So Mm. he sane juice for a problem. No, but one ninety plus one forty. Here's the biggest like eleven percent on Jackson Mahomes TikToks. (laughs) He he actually doesn't post a lot during games. He does a lot of like pregame on the field. Yeah, yeah. And like after the game, as Mahomes is running up to like kiss his child and his wife, and doesn't even acknowledge Jackson Mahomes, which is really funny. However, like you said. (laughs) <laughs> this game is so long. What is this? Like a four, four and a half hour game. Yeah. Rihanna's performing at halftime. I, he's guaranteeing doing it during the halftime. That's one for sure. Mm. So I'm basically mm. just have to bet that he will do a TikTok during the game, during the three hour actual football game, in addition to Rihanna, which seems like a lock. I think that's going to happen. And because it's a four, four and a half hour game, can anyone can he resist under, in their twenties not post something twice for four hours? That seems pretty different. I'm really about worried. I'm really worried about these new Twitter rules with how often we can tweet. And during the game, I can't be live tweeting. I got to decide whether or not I want to live tweet to play. That's very anxious for me. Wait, there's new rules on Twitter? I didn't see this. You can't yeah. live tweet? No. So like, you know how like Twitter went down yesterday? Yeah. 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 One of the reasons why is because they put like new limits on place for non-Twitter blue users. So you got to like oh, subscribe now. Out loud. So like, you can't you can't do that many tweets in a day. And oh. I don't, buddy, it's a Super Bowl. I'd be tweeting. What like, is the point them. of this website if we can't tweet? Anyway. I bet Jackson Mahomes doesn't even know what Twitter is. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm taking, did you take the over? Does that, was that what you liked as well? Uh, I mean, it's one of those where it has to be the over, but also like, man, that's how they get you, right? They, you know, Vegas knows. What, what are you People up like to? People like betting overs, yeah. 
Roger Goodell's like, hey, little shit. You're doing under one and a half TikToks today. Well, you no, it's that? not Roger Goodell. It's it's his dad. Did you see Pat Mahomes' father after that championship game? Like, I think that he reined him in and was like, hey, stop fucking coasting on your brother during the games. But hasn't this been going on for like years? People have been making this joke. You think now is the time he's actually going to rein it in? No, I'm wondering if it's been that all season where he, like, has he been posting TikToks during the games all year? No, but he, he has been posting much more up at the game in the playoffs. Okay. Yeah. I think that at the end of the day, the Super Bowl, it's 100 million people. It's, it's a huge, you know, content opportunity. Yeah. It's like, it would, it would be a huge mistake. I just know that re the Rihanna concert is a guarantee. So I just need yeah. one more TikTok and the other four hours of the game. That's a good take. Okay. Um, I got one. Okay. Um, and I'm burning through mine pretty quickly. Let's back up a little bit. Let's go back to the beginning of the game here. Hmm. Pass on the first offensive play of the game is plus 140. With these two teams, especially the Chiefs. That's an excellent bet. So I, I look back at the last few games. The Eagles are about 50-50 pass run. So they're like, you know, pretty even keeled or whatever. What's the balanced? Okay. The <laughs> Chiefs are not, the Chiefs are pass heavy. Like, that's just who they are. So I just look at this as like, we're 50-50 with the Eagles. The Chiefs, like, I think it would be heavily favored to pass. Have you Let's looked at what the, Eagle, what the Chiefs do in the playoffs on the first play of the game? Or no? I haven't looked at, like, the Super Bowl, no. I looked at the last, like, eight games, and it was, I think it was, like, 70% pass. Teams, pass. But they have two weeks to figure out their script, and it's like, I feel like the Chiefs, like, always, like, that Chiefs-Bengals game, didn't the both teams just come out and just, like, cart? Like, the, I don't know. I feel like the first game with the offensive coaches, they always come out. And they I have, know, like, I'm trying to get, like, into the brains play. of these, like, play callers, and mm -hmm. they have two weeks to, like, write their script. Are they really going to just be like, oh, let's just run it on yeah, they're like, we're getting eight yards immediately. It's like fucking boring. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, I'm just like, they want to come out with a bang, maybe. That's all I'm saying. I actually kind of love this. I, I think this is excellent. It's tricky. Yeah. I like. I think both teams are going <laughs> to well, run. Well, could, it could also be a run. <laughs> and there's a, there is <laughs> a, a legitimate What if it's not a pass? Like, there's a legit chance. Yeah. <laughs> there's another yeah. option they could go they with. Could, they could hand it off. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed by, by the potential here. <laughs> but what if? <laughs> Here's the thing. It could be a run. Yeah, have you thought about the fact that it could be a run? <laughs> Plus 140, though. It's, it's better than a coin toss. I mean, put it this way. The odds of that are so much better than the coin toss odds. It's like unbelievable. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, okay. That's that's going to be my version of like the offensive line thing. Like I'm just going to be like zeroed in, really, really <laughs> hyper focused on what the Tinker's first gonna play leave is. after the first play of the game. I feel like <laughs> that happens to me a lot though in these games. They're so long, you kind of lose like the plot. You lose like the um, excitement of the, some of these props. Like as the game goes along, it's just you know, oh, extremely bad take. Couldn't disagree more. <laughs> Before we get to the next bet. It's the biggest game of the year, and there's no better time to get in on the fantasy action on FanDuel because right now, new customers can get a free entry into FanDuel's Big Game Bowl contest. Just play a dollar or more on fantasy to get your free entry, then finish the football season strong and tackle your share of the massive prize pool. To get started, draft a lineup of five players, pick one player to be your MVP. Their points are worth one and a half times as much. Get points for big throws, big runs, touchdowns, and more. Climb the leaderboard and win some serious cash. At FanDuel, there are contests for every fan, marquee contests with big cash prizes, beginner contests that you can enter for just five cents, and FanDuel is a top-rated app that's safe, secure, and easy to use. Download the FanDuel Fantasy app or head to FanDuel.com and play $1.00 to get your free entry into the Big Game Bowl contest. And it goes without saying, your FanDuel MVP should be Jody Fortson. Jody. I'm trying, I want I want to ask the FanDuel people to give me Jason Kelsey MVP. Like, get like post, <laughs> odd, post odds for it. It's actually, and, then, yeah. and then I want to walk around the press box and just be like talking really loudly, being like, it's crazy that, that you know, 
Peter King is betting Jason Kelsey for MVP or is a is a voting Jason Kelsey for MVP. Crazy that you know. Insert incredible NFL sports writer who has a bet here is betting or uh, not a bet, a freaking vote. I'm stuck on betting right now. <laughs> it's voting Kelsey for MVP and to see if I can juke the stats a little bit. I'm thinking about doing. I think it. that you not only just implicated yourself yep. in a crime, but then accidentally also implicated other people. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing a crime this weekend just for fun. Just doing for crimes. Yep, that's Ben's next pod. <laughs> Doing crimes is so like <laughs> this is criminal. Wow, are we gonna leave that in? Yeah, for sure. Okay, I said on the Philly pod. <laughs> you already have said that before this week. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna to- rig the voting so I can profit. <laughs> yes, because I don't think they're actually gonna give me a Jason Kelsey MVP. Oh, okay, it's just All a right, fun good, story. Good, good. All right, I got one. Do it. Uh, time for some next gen stats. Uh, AJ Brown. Ever heard of him? Real good. <laughs> I really like your your pitches. Yeah. Yeah. AJ uh leads the league this year in yards per route run against press coverage. 4.5 yards per route run, which is like insane. Right. The league leader in like all, overall yards per route run is usually around like 2.2, 2.3. So bananas number. It's the highest they've ever charted in the NGS era, which is six seasons now. The Chiefs are second in the league in their usage of press coverage. Interesting. Wow. AJ Brown <laughs> down his the field. editorial. Yeah, you do the Brian own. Windhorse. Now, why would that be? Yeah. Now, what does this mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can't okay. see it, but we're all putting I, our fingers up. Okay, I got it. Now, uh, AJ Brown also leads the league in receiving yards on tight window throws this season. Mm. Now, why would that be? <laughs> why would that be? The Chiefs, Chiefs defense is last in the league in yardage given up on tight window throws. Oh, boy. 605. So, the long and the short of it is they this. They just can't play the ball? Can I ask you a stupid question? <laughs> Hit me. Does being last in the league in tight window throws mean you're bad at guarding tight windows? Or does it mean you're good at coverage? So, they, right. This is what it is. It's the Chiefs play press coverage. They get tight to receivers. And then they don't have very big cornerbacks. And so, the ball mm-hmm. just goes up to guys of A.J. Brown's so it's size. just jump balls. Right. And Trent McDuffie is like, you know, what does the T-Rex in the Meet the Robinson say? I got little arms, right? It's just like he doesn't have yeah, the ability to get up up to the ball. And so the Chiefs, the Chiefs play man coverage and they try to discourage these routes. But the Eagles throw it to a t- AJ Brown a ton when he's in tight coverage, and he wins a ton when he's in tight coverage. And that's pretty much all the Chiefs got. They're gonna try to press him at the line, and AJ's incredible against that. There's two different ways you can look at this. You can look at this as an AJ Brown just receiving yards over game. What I prefer is AJ Brown longest reception over, which you can find at different books at different um, different prices. I want to see what it currently is at Fanduel. So you can get it at Fanduel over twenty six and a half long yards for the longest reception for AJ Brown at minus one fourteen. Jalen Hurts has been a little bit shaky throwing the ball deep since he came back from injury, but that's to largely, his throwing shoulder. That's largely a noisy stat. It's only been like ten attempts, and also AJ doesn't just need to do it in the air. He can also do it with a catch and run. Brown is unbelievable after the catch. So I like, I like a lot the potential for AJ Brown to get some jump ball targets deep down the field. He's really good at bringing those down over 26 and a half for his longest reception. Can I ask you about the Jalen Hurts shoulder? No. What? It's a pot. Yeah. So I, I guess <laughs> you always ask Craig yes, rhetorical questions to so us asked, all the time. So those, I guess I, <laughs> DK say, uh, speak English. DK and Craig, I think this week, uh, it's just boiled over that they're like, we're tired of you fucking segueing with goddamn rhetorical questions. Just say <laughs> just what you want. Say it. They're just like, <laughs> just ask years. the question. Stop. He's like, what's that field of dreams line? If they build it, they will come. And I'm like, why did you ask if you know the quote? Uh, okay. <laughs> 14 floors, just jump out. Okay. Uh, Jesus. Is that too much? <laughs> yeah, too far. Oh, okay. 
What was the question? So have you heard the question? <laughs> no. Um, so he had six. I mean, again, I, how you categorize it, blah, blah, blah. But uh, by true media, he had six deep passes that mm-hmm. were considered an overthrow in the first 15 weeks of the season. Yeah. And then he hurt his shoulder. Yeah. And he's played three games. And yep. in those three games, he's had another six overthrows yep. as he did in the first 15 weeks of the year. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, isn't that just more like, I know it's a small group, but like, I think he's just overcompensating for the shoulders, just overthrowing shit. Cause well, so like, there's a little bit of what, like after it, therefore, because of it, where it's like, well, Oh, it's my whole life. Yeah. He's missed a few throws and he had a shoulder injury. So it must be because of the shoulder injury. Really. It's just like hard to throw the ball down the field. Like Jalen hurts yeah. had six overthrows on downfield throws in the first 15 weeks of the season, because he's a ludicrously good downfield thrower. But it's like a regression heavy thing. Like, like right. it would be very unlikely for him to stay that accurate down the field independent of a shoulder injury. But wasn't that the essence of why the Eagles offense was improved, like so much more dangerous was that Jalen Hurts became this more accurate deep pass? Wasn't that a huge part of it? He was always a really, really good deep passer. He's become a lot better throwing short and intermediate. But like deep bombs has always been what he what he kind of builds his house on, right? Like he, he throws the ball well down the field. He played in those three games. He played the Giants, the Giants, and the Niners. Those teams, two walked, great teams in the Niners. Yeah, those teams walked up onto the line of scrimmage. They pressed the receivers, right? They tried to challenge and, and force the Eagles to throw vertical. The Eagles, like, check in a lot of situations when, like, they get in a bad look against the defense. Just be like, all right, well, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, ah, you know, and they just kind of like chuck it and they, they, they let their star receivers make a play. It hurts his leading guys away from man coverage. He's a little bit over the top of them. It doesn't concern me too much. Like, uh, I think I thought Hertz looked a little bit like jumpy and skittish against the Niners. I think he could look jumpy and skittish again early Super Bowl, you know, whatever. But in general, AJ Brown is going to get targets down the field. I, you can set your watch to that. And while Jalen Hurts hasn't been the best version of himself the last few weeks, I'm willing to trust that at least a couple of those get within range of AJ Brown, who's, as I talked about, unbelievable at the catch point. Okay. Uh, I have a prop. Do it. I think. I think that this is like. The easiest money that could ever be made in American <laughs> this history. Last word. I'm not saying this is like okay. the biggest ROI. I think it's the easiest money that could ever be made. Mm-hmm. Okay. How many times will the Kelsey brothers facing off against each other be mentioned on the broadcast? Over under 1.5. What? Are you serious? It's minus 320. Yes. That's it's insane. the easiest money that's ever been offered. Now, okay. How do they <laughs> cl- classify a mention? I think probably in the least charitable terms possible. I don't think it matters. It should the over under should be four and a half. I was thinking when you said it was going to be three and a half. I I would want to know how they characterize a mention, but there's <laughs> going to be a thing on the pod, and there's going to be a shot of the parents in the stands, and they're going to also the first time Travis Kelsey catches a pass, they're going to show the graphic and his brother, and then Jason Kelsey will also get the graphic, and they're like and his brother, and like that's yeah. it. They have to do they each have to make one play, and they're going to say it. The only thing I'd be worried about is if they have one of those packages where you come back in from commercial and they do like thirty seconds, like they go down on the sideline report, and the sideline report is like Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey have a podcast, and they live together in Cincinnati, and they're brothers, and they like to make each other smile, and their mom is wearing a jersey. Like okay, okay. Does that not count? This is not no, worth that'll this. count. I'm just worried they're going to try to do it all in one. Uh, but I do think over one and a half is absolutely the side to be on, even with the juice. Can we give some context here? So at Media Night, they actually make it a whole production and they introduce it like it's like it's some live event. There was a panel, boxing ring, yeah. WWE, they have a whole thing. Yeah, boxing, oh, boxing ring. Yeah, was... they treated it like their mom, like she was a WWE star. She like came out and was like, <laughs> handed them everybody. cookies. Like it's little Jalen Hurts, Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey's mom. Like those yeah. are like the eight people on the Which, stage. Like, okay, I don't know about your, your mom's. 
But if my mom were in this situation, my mom would be on every radio show. Like, you know, Topeka, Kansas, 300 listeners. My mom would be there 6 a.m. being like, I raised these boys. Like, you know, this is, a, well, this is great mom energy. Well, here's my conspiracy theory. I don't think she made those cookies. She handed them cookies on the stage. She didn't make those cookies. Probably not. She probably stopped by Insomnia Cookies down the street here. I like, in. I like the Topeka reference. I don't know why. I was just like, Topeka well, caught a stray. What's up with Topeka? Just like Clyde. <laughs> I agree. I don't think she made the cookies. <laughs> no, I, I. I mean, uh, far be it for me to call the Kelsey's mom a poser. She seems lovely. She's, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no offense to your mom, but like her cookies, frauds. I like that Just one. Like the Eagles. Okay. Um, I'm getting low wait, on mine, on but clips, I got I got a couple more. Well, while on Go clips, ahead. though, just being mentions, they also have the. Will they mention or show? A clipper picture of Andy Reid competing in the punt pass kick, which is the best. Video I was telling Craig Football about history. this the other day. It's my, it's my it's the Twitter best one. It is my Twitter header picture. Is of, that it? Yeah, it's literally <laughs> just like Andy Reid's torso because it has to be like one of those like longer pictures. And then yeah. there's just like it. It's like he looks like the mountain standing next to like Tyrion or something. It's just like the smallest little kid. It's so freaking great. Also, they spell his name wrong, but it's funny. Andrew Ride. <laughs> I think they have to. He's the, he's the biggest kid in the world. <laughs> biggest kid alive. Have they done it before? Did yes. they show it during the last Super Bowl? That's where he gets it from. They play it a lot in the big games. I, it's worth it, man. It's, it's way, so funny. It's the oh funniest clip ever. <laughs> I went to Google it because I wanted to see have it you again. Have seen this? Yeah. Yeah. And somebody in 2020 dressed up as Andy Reid from that photo for Radio Row and <laughs> yeah. like walking around wearing like a, a big jersey and a helmet that doesn't fit. That's elite. Dude, that's next so year, funny. next next year, boy goes on doing costumes, man. Yeah. The costumes are the best. People. Some guys well, wearing a bucket this year. No, we're doing that for the combine because you said if Bryce Young shows up to the combine this year at 210, you're gonna go to next year's combine at 210. Yeah, but not a costume. It'll be legit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who wants to go next? Who just went? You? Uh, yeah. All right, I have to do it. Obligatory Kadarius Tony. Yes. God damn it. Get a wow. phone call. Is this it, your mom? Yeah. From, is, it, is Kelsey's mom coming? It's from, from Campbell, it? California. I don't know what that is. <laughs> F- no, this is spam. Pick it up. I'm not picking it up. Pick it up. The FBI <laughs> heard oh that you're betting Kadarius Tony over again. It was like, Craig, enough. <laughs> Kadarius Tony. God, is that you? Two plus touchdowns. God it's actually the devil. You sicko. God the devil's like, well, sicko. Two plus touchdowns plus 2200, aka 22 to 1. Nice. I just think they're Tony. He says he's playing. He's definitely playing, according to him. <laughs> Two plus touchdowns. He says he's playing. Is the first <laughs> Look, part we of the take, We take people at their words. Listen, guys. I just think the Chiefs use him like a closer now. He's like Edwin Diaz. They just like get in within the ten, and yeah. it's like. It's like Tony's coming. Like I don't know what they're doing. Entrance music, but in some way, like Edwin Diaz, he's there for like I don't know. Yeah, nine pitches. Nine pitches, but in those nine pitches, he throws like a hundred miles an hour eight times. Uh. I like the way they use him in the red zone. He, like they always disguise him, use him in interesting ways. He runs out of the backfield, like, and he's the most dynamic, like, open field tackle breaker at wide receiver in this game. So, <laughs> I, it, do I think it's possible that like every time they're in the red zone, they try and get Tony in there and give him the ball? Yeah, I'm taking two plus touchdowns. So, like, we the three of us, we went on Warren. We just did a video with Warren Sharp yesterday, and he was like, "Give us bets." And he, I was Craig did the two touchdowns for Tony, and I was like, I actually wanted Katerius to, Tony under five snaps, and Craig was like. Yeah, I don't. He could Still, totally do two touchdowns. Change five anything for me. That changes nothing. <laughs> I got no problem. I had no problem. What I will I say. No problem. If you are looking for Tony exposure, and I am. Do, no, I just do. want him to be exposed. Period. Like, yeah. I like. There's no straight rushing props. There are rushing and receiving yards. His receiving yards is set around 25, 20, uh, 25 and a half, 26 and a half. His rushing plus receiving set around thirty-two and a half. So you're looking at like seven to six rushing yards there. 
I like that a lot because I think he's going to get carries. Uh, the Chiefs mm-hmm. like to use wide receiver carries to uh, take the wind out of the sails of elite pass rushes like the Eagles, and they don't have Miko Hardman, who's their typical wide receiver carry guy. Uh, Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore are the two players that make the most sense for that, and I think Tony's going to get more usage than more in that regard. Truly a unique player running the football. Um, you also is th- seething right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm like <laughs> actually furious. I'm also disappointed in all of you for a different I mean, reason. Listen, uh, Tony is is more theory than he has practice routes. Question mark ability to be where he's supposed to be in a pass concept. High, qu- highly question mark. There's a reason he only gets like but nine snaps. That yeah. dude's made out of rubber bands, man. <laughs> I mean, he's Shea. incredible. He's, he's yeah. Glue. I, I'm also disappointed in all of you. You're not thinking big enough. Three times. Tony. There's Tony. Super Bowl MVP is 150 to one. Oh, <laughs> no, done. Shit. Done. 150. Yeah. I, I he's literally. On that. He's literally tied with Gardner Minshew and James Bradbury. That is actually wow. so disrespectful Gardner. and ridiculous. <laughs> like that's awesome. Quez Watkins for the Eagles is like 120 to one. Oh, that's really bad. I ha- so I have one that's related to that. Are we done with Tony or we want to keep talking about Tony? Well, I want to stop talking about him like six months ago. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, this is related, and I like this Tony one, so maybe like these are these are close. But the Super Bowl MVP award, any position except quarterback, is plus two hundred and sixty. So if any other position wins wins the MVP, uh, you win this bet. It's eight out of the last twenty Super Bowls have had a non quarterback winning the MVP. It's usually receiver, I think, like most yeah. like, most often. Cooper Cup, yep. just one. Yeah. Um, but the other thing I think that kind of goes into this is like if. If Jalen Hurts is banged up still and his shoulder's just not like doing what it's supposed to do, he like they're probably going to try and pound the ball, run the ball a ton, you know, engineer ways to like get the get AJ Brown and those guys the ball. I think there's more. It's more likely that like a non quarterback will be the the MVP of this game for the Eagles if they do win. But I would. But here's well, I don't the know thing. if that's. I don't know if it's more likely, but like there's a good chance. I think. I, I would tweet that. I think it's weird that Kelsey's odds are sixteen to one. Like it's six. Yeah. Like like it's like I get why Mahomes is one third. And again, let's be real. If the Chiefs win, Mahomes is probably the MVP. Right. But if Chiefs is not, if not the MVP, it's either some defensive player where you probably can't predict it, where he gets a pick six or something. But like Travis Kelsey should sixteen to one just seems like what if I mean, he has like one hundred ninety yeah. yards? Yeah, that's the thing. Is like I agree that there's a good chance there's a non quarterback MVP. I do think it's better to get exposure on like three guys just at their straight odds and probably hit that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just because the um, the uh, both teams are so uh, funneled, right? Like the Chiefs throw to Kelsey. Yeah. The Eagles throw to like AJ Brown a whole game or Devontae Smith a whole game. Right. You don't see a lot of like balanced performances. Um, even like with like the Jalen Hurts case, they'll funnel like Hurts because they'll run him in the red zone and right. like you know okay like. AJ's having a good day. God is having a good day, but Hurts is two touchdowns. Like this is going to Hurts. You know what I'm saying? So it's tricky. Where yeah. like getting the exposure on everybody is nice, but I do think like it's it, it's probably better EV. Don't quote me on it. But it's probably better mathematically to just be like a little bit on Miles Sanders, a little bit on AJ Brown, a little bit on Travis Kelsey, and then if it ends up being Devonte Smith, sucks to suck. Ben, also, well, also it could be a pass rusher. The other MVP, dude, because you said not quarterback. Chad Henney is 100 to one. At the end of the day, like if Mahomes leaves the game in the first half and the Chiefs win, Chad Henney's going to get the fucking MVP. Ben, can you explain? You told me this at dinner last night, and I had no idea. Can you explain how betting for finals or for Super Bowl MVP works? Yeah, so uh, there are. I want to say I want to say it's eighty percent of the vote 
Oh, you wait, betting or voting? Sorry, voting. Did I voting, say betting? It's like Sorry, yeah, you have to that vote before the end of the game, yes. right? I betting on Super Bowl MVP is an interesting endeavor because of what Ben told me last night about how they actually vote for the award. Well, I, yeah, yeah, we were talking. Well, it's the votes in by like the two minute warning. Yeah, that's really the lead changes. Like, like last year, Cooper Cup won the MVP. Those votes were in before Aaron Donald ended the game. Yeah. So, uh. Uh, the winner is chosen. This is from Wikipedia, but I think we can trust it. The winner is chosen by a panel of 16 football writers and broadcasters. Their vote counts for 80% of the total tally. Viewers' electronic balance ballots count for an additional 20%. Oh, I didn't know that. Most voters are asked to vote within about five minutes remaining in the game. So five minutes in the fourth quarter. <laughs> That's Why insane. did they do that? So here's the thing. So in other yeah. sports, like the end, they have now, to get the cabin yeah. before the, the ceremony. But in other sports, you've had like five, six, seven games, the NBA Finals or NHL. The NFL, it's like one game and it's not over. Yeah. The Now it continues. Uh, they are allowed to change their mind when the game ends. Uh, they can nominate one player for each team with instructions to count their vote for the player of the winning team. So in the event that it's like 24-24, they can say, hey, if Eagles, Jalen Hurts, hey, if Chiefs, Travis Kelsey, and then whoever wins, that player gets the MVP. So they are allowed to change. However, you know, peek behind the curtain here, I don't know how they're submitting the ballots. I don't have an MVP voting ballot. But five minutes left in the game, you know, you They send don't it, care as much you as send you think. It, yeah, you send it to, you know... PFWA. I have no idea who gets it. I'm not, you know, you send it to whoever gets <laughs> right, it. Right. And then you're like, All right, I want it to be Cooper Cup. And then, or like, I want it to be, you know, Nick Foles. And then Brandon Graham has a game winning strip sack, but you're in the elevator going down to the field and right. you're yes, trying to get exactly. a good position or whatever. And you're you don't texting, have service. You're not you're, on the Wi Fi anymore. You're, you're texting your editor saying, Yeah, this is what we're going to do. And you just don't Care. go and update. You're like, oh, You know what? Like, Foles <laughs> yeah. played well. And so it, it, it does skew the voting a little bit where you're like, you wish it could just be like, hey, who makes this game winning play with two minutes left? But it is it sometimes, you know, it isn't always that. And I'm that not trying to act I'm not trying to act like the people who vote don't care. It's more like if you care a lot about your friends and you're at a football game and you go to like the concession stand, you're like texting them, do you want anything? And it doesn't go through and you're like, oh, well, I just can't. it's like you can't update your ballot. And so the game ends and you're just like, oh, like I'm, I submitted Cooper Cup. Uh, well, uh, OK, cool. But then if really unless the game, if Joe Burrow had gone down and scored, they would update their ballot. But the point being, yeah, sometimes the MVP already get wet in. Yeah, that's so interesting. I had no idea. I don't know why they can't figure that out where right after the game, everybody votes electronically and you get it in time. But Well, it's not a jingle. That's why. Yeah. Maybe you need to get the BK guys on it. Super Bowl. Su- yeah, I can't say. So, okay. Uh, Who's next? We have not discussed Fandle's kick of destiny props, which is this is not actually an ad. But you know Gronk's kicking it field goal it's time. the giant thing is on our building currently like there's a 500 foot tall ad for it on our building right now i can't so. see through my window or like it's <laughs> it's like distorted because yeah. there's this giant post so in front it's of it. what is the deal so if he makes this field goal he gives they're gonna give out like 10 million dollars that's not i actually don't know that's that wasn't a you should have done some research because i, I should have i don't know i always find those <laughs> things funny where it's like if grunt kicks this field goal 10 million dollars is getting donated to, it's like well what if he misses that no one gets that money sucks for you i always i always think that with the the college kids who have to shoot at halftime it's like hey if you make this you get your tuition if not fuck you mm-hmm. oh wait not, you're, you're gonna, gonna be shot you're that's gonna be me. straddled with gr- crippling say. debt for the next 10 did years did you ever know this Craig, you had the opportunity to make a shot to win tuition yeah i i i, I made a half court shot in college and won a car flex Whoa! <laughs> half court, half court. Toyota Tacoma. That's the video yeah. I will give Craig credit is very cool. He's hamming uh, it. Yeah, he's, 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 he's hamming it up. No, no, no. The only question I have is, what did you do immediately afterward? 
Like how, how he, immediate? Like after I no, left the stadium, like, ball hits the, the nylon. What happens? Hands up, walking. Around. I, it was like LeBron after he broke. I, the I have record. to tell you the truth. I don't like. I don't like being nice to Craig. Um, He's like shooter. He acted throwing the putter. He acted like he was like expecting to make it. It wasn't like oh my god. That's it was like goddamn right. Wait, right? we have to pull up this video. You have to hit it and then immediately act like you've been there before. Well, Tacoma, dude, whatever. I'm doing this in the in the park on Saturdays. Baby. I pretended to shoot. You got mobbed by a bunch of people. Yeah, too, the right? players came out. I wait, pretended wait, wait, to wait, shoot so Grant, uh, Granny style. No, no, he's like wait, so it This is the, the video. All right, tilt that my way. Wait. All right, I forgot. Go Aztecs. That's right. State. Top 25 this year in basketball. Oh, wait. So look at the showmanship. He actually, like, he pretends he's going to, like, granny underhand it. And then he's like, no, 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 You got to get the crowd engaged. And then you hear a fan go, tricky white boy. And then he's just like, swish. It wasn't even a bank. And he's just like, yep. He's like, Maximus. He's like, oh, we're not entertained. Oh, well done, Craig. Bravo. Funny story. I'm proud to know you. I forgot you swished it. You didn't even bank it. No, funny. No, you can't bank it. You know Funny story. I didn't get the car because. I was like, before I walked out, I was like, so what happens if I win? The guy was like, I don't know, man. Nobody ever makes it. And I was like, okay. It was like, win a Toyota Tacoma a truck. And I was like, cool. So then after I made it, like the fine print actually said it's a two-year lease. And like, I don't want a fucking lease. Yeah. So like, it's like, we like threatened litigation, essentially saying like, you promised a car outright and now you're offering just a two-year lease. So we ended up like settling on a cash prize instead, which is better because I was on a campus that didn't require a car. But that's yeah. okay because yeah. now- if we can get the Burger King guys, we can get anyone. Toyota, if you're listening, this is your opportunity <laughs> yeah. to make it up. Yeah, that's right. Send me a free car. You already gave <laughs> me you money. a car. You want a truck. <laughs> I made a half-court shot eight years ago. Give me a car. <laughs> Give me a car. <laughs> All right. So anyway, so Gronk, here are the things. If Gronk misses the kick, if he makes the field goal, it's like minus 100. Missing short is plus 200. Wait, how long is the field goal? Uh, like 30 yards? Um, 35 yards? Uh, how long is the field goal? I think it's 35. Yeah. I this can't wasn't part that. of my Super Bowl prep, to tell you the truth. I feel like that's 25-yard field goal. Oh, chip shot. No, I can't miss that short. No. Even with Gronk's, I'm presuming, lack of preparation, <laughs> I'd be shocked if he misses <laughs> no, that is one it like short. Golf what would his blood no, alcohol level be when he kicks this ball? Well, yeah. Can we bet the on the under breathalyzer? breathalyzer. The... Is it like golf where if you try to swing really hard, you're going to pull it left? Yeah, probably. So the Because wide left is plus 350. It's pretty good. Dude, that's actually like not such bad. the perfect prop. I like Hit this. left up. Oh, that's terrible. What Hitting are the other options? Too. Hit the crossbow. Oh, the, the, the uprights. This is how, this is how they get you. Like the, the upright, the odds are like plus eight. That's obviously terrible. It's like I hit the upright. Now that I said it, you probably will. But wide left's plus 350. Wide right's plus 350. And short's plus 200. I mean, short is if he just miss it. Like if he like misses half the ball, it'll under. go short. That's yeah, short. Under okay. short. Yeah. There's a chance that he just like. He's whipped. not making a field goal, is he? <sighs> 25 yards? Do you think you can make a 25-yard field goal? Is it 25 well, or 35? I was Rob Gronkowski, and I also had like two months notice to not embarrass myself in front of 100 million people. Like, yeah, maybe. He's also like one of the most athletic people. I keep thinking about the thing. He always, has lost a lot of weight. He looks like he looks more thin, li- like, but the thing lithe. I try to remember about athletes lithe? is yeah. like if someone's athlete athletic goal 1A is like, I would like glory to win a Super Bowl. Right there at 1B is don't embarrass yourself in front of all these people. And like... I don't, you know what I mean? That's probably I mean, all he's been thinking he, about. He's shameless. I think he Gronk care is about beyond embarrassment, though. He's like the last guy who gives <laughs> a shit. Does not he said care. he was more nervous for it than the Super Bowl. Like, playing in the Super Bowl. You believe ner- that? We have you been don't taking, think that's hyperbole for television? We have been taking players <laughs> you at You think he's word. more nervous than the fucking Super Bowl? Well, he's, I mean, he's probably not. He's probably lying. For, but, <laughs> at the flip side, he's doing something he's never done as opposed to saying he's done his whole life and always been good at. 
So what are you betting? What are you betting? What are you recommending? Dude, give me the wide left. Wide he, left plus 350. Wide left plus 350. <laughs> so like yeah. so so he's like 100% confident. I think I think <laughs> no, I think pass in the first play. I'm no, saying no. that's the value. Yeah, got that's it. The, got it. Yeah, I think that's right. There's a lot that could impress you about the all-new Honda Prologue EV. True, it's got class-leading passenger space and clean, thoughtful design and intuitive technology. But what really sets the Prologue apart from the competition is that it's more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit honda.com slash prologue to learn more. This episode is brought to you by NetSuite by Oracle. As your business grows, you might start seeing some lag. There's too much work for your team, too many different processes, and it takes forever to close the books. If this sounds like you, you should know these three numbers, 37,000, 25, and one. 37,000 is the number of businesses that have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. It's a cloud financial system that can help streamline accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25, that's how many years NetSuite has been helping businesses do more with less. And one, because your one-of-a-kind business deserves a customized solution for your KPIs. It's like when you come here for this podcast or when you check out your favorite website to gather all the info you need to make better decisions for your fantasy leagues. Well, NetSuite does that for your business and then some. It's one efficient system, one source of truth with everything you need to grow. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash ringer. That is netsuite.com slash ringer. Did you guys have any thoughts on the national anthem? Oh, yeah. Uh, Who's singing it? To it's not, Chris Stapleton. Yeah. To not forget oh, a word is like cool. plus 900, which I don't know what limits you can get down on that, but that's a free roll. Chris country, Stapleton's what not if he like, a word. He's like, a country singer. Like, he's a country singer from brand. Tennessee. What if he kind of yeah. like mumbles? Does that count? No. no he's got to forget a word. Okay. But it's but bad for the brand. I mean, really? Country singer yeah. has, to, has to get all the words. Is he playing? I, I wanted to try and find this. Is he playing with a guitar or not? Because oh. a guitar, you kind of mm. you, you can't hold as much. You gotta kind of keep pace, you know. I kind of feel like he's usually singing with a guitar, but I don't know for sure. Right. Have you guys ever seen the Chris Stapleton, uh, Justin Timberlake, Tennessee Whiskey, Drink You Away? I have duet. I that's my favorite Chris Stapleton. I song. like Stapleton. Stapleton's great. I couldn't pull Chris Stapleton out of a lineup right now, but he's not going to forget a, a word in the national beard. anthem. He's no. a country singer from Tennessee. He looks exactly that way. He's great. Yeah. Um, my. It's uh, also mainly been women. I think like fourteen of the last seventeen national anthems have been women, and I feel like women hold notes longer than men. Especially Chris Stapleton. I will say that he's, when the he's line speaks opened, with a drawl, so it's going to take longer. Draws are long? That's that's like a drawl. very coastal elite. <laughs> yeah. No, it's take. like actually a thing. No, drawl. yeah. I, I, that's I get why that. it's called a drawl. Oh. It's is like it? onomatopoeia. Drawl. You're saying drawl longer. The, you can just that say drawl. Just- I don't actually. I don't actually know if I don't actually know if I'm right. To speak in a slow, lazy way. Thank you, Craig. And it's kind of onomatopoeia. You can make it onomatopoeia. Drawl. Actually, it's not onomatopoeia. I don't know. I lose the national anthem every year. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just, just do the anti-trail. The national anthem immediately takes. Immediately took longer money, took over money. So I don't know about the under there. Like whatever I take, the second they begin, I'm like, I was such an idiot there. Why did, so, I, ever, why did I ever bet the over? So what's your instinct? Let's go against it. My instinct. This. Well, brave. There's also how long will the word brave be over under five seconds? That's also here. <laughs> my, I think my my gut says under. <laughs> okay, so we're going over. Yeah, going over. <laughs> <so> brave. <laughs> 
Um, I like this. Speaking of weird stuff, I have a bet on, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the ratings as producer of the town. Yeah. The ratings <sighs> prediction good, is good 114 plug, million. The record is 114.4 in 2015. Well, this is how I have to ask you the, how over. ratings work in the streaming era. That, that that is factored in, but why I'm taking the over? The over is plus 120, and the, the under is minus 160. And I consulted Matt Bellany on this. Mm. Nielsen, so to be clear, 114 million viewers. Correct. What like a hundred and like you would make 120 dollars if you bet 100. Correct. Okay. Nielsen is now counting out of home viewing for the first time. Which on your like phone? Bar, no, like bars, restaurants, hotels. Oh wow. Okay. For the first time. So that's going to go way like up. They didn't count that before. No, Nielsen mean? never used to count that. So if a thousand people were at the bar, they counted that as one nothing. person or or nothing. I, I don't. I, I'm not sure. But what are you talking about? They just didn't uh, count it. I look guess. it up. It's it's true. They didn't even try to guess. I don't know. For the first time, Nielsen this year is now counting. <laughs> they didn't count out of it. home viewing. <laughs> I would they do. count all the people watching the Super Bowl in the bars. I Never would, came up. I would love that job. Yeah. Where like there's like hey like this was on in this bar in Topeka we'll keep doing Topeka, Topeka yeah how many people watched it and I just like, Google the bar I just look at it look at it on Google Images I'm like hmm, hundred twenty like I right, bet and then that's just what I do the whole day <laughs> but I'm taking the over lot. for that reason yeah I like that and Matt agrees okay I think that might be actually this might be the this most is... scientific that we do all day yeah. am I the only one who thinks this is weird what's weird they just didn't count bars. I mean, I think the whole Nielsen thing is a total fucking sham, but like, yeah. that's fine. I have and no I, idea I've been how saying this forever. Yeah. I used to be one no of the... No offense, but, but let, let, you know, maybe elaborate for the people who haven't just been following your Nielsen takes for 15 years. I've been, I was a Nielsen whatever ratings oh, person yeah. back in the day. What? Here's how it works. You had a Nielsen box? Are we going to get sued by Nielsen if I tell this story? Did you no. sign something? No. I don't know. I might have. It's fine. But whatever. Okay. Here's yeah, the deal. Spill it. Let's Honestly, go. it'd be good for content. Literally, it's probably way different now as Craig has illuminated, but like back in, uh, it was probably 2000, 2006 or something like that 2004 they come they sign up you sign up for this thing they actually come door to door and ask you if they can do this what and they found out that we're like the demographic that they like were trying to fill like the hole for like basically it was a group of there's like six of us living in this house we're all like 20 to 25 year old or whatever and so they put this thing they attach this thing to your tv this was back a long time ago so it's probably way different now but and then you're supposed to like press the button for how many people are in the room watching. And then it tracks what channels you're watching for how long. And it, and you have to like actually do all this like manual stuff where you do it. But then literally for the entire like two years we did it, we just put one and turned on the TV. So it's just like we completely fucked up like number one, our job. And then nice, number two, sick. we were representative of like 60,000 people. Like we represented wow. the entire demo That's for power. like 60,000 people. So it was just like... They're fudging the numbers. Like these are not remotely close to like accurate. Well, I don't know how. Do it is how has this never come up? I think I've told you, you guys have. this story. I, I yeah. remember you saying I you worked with Nielsen. This is wow. That's wild. They probably Dude, do it. They, I think it's actually way different now because we had like literally one of those giant TVs that yeah. like had like the big back on it and like emails that ring your fantasy now, football. Probably, I, but. Emails at ringerfantasyfootballgmail.com if you have any experience with Nielsen and um, if you are alike or not alike with DK's experience. And listen to listen to Thursday's episode of The Town. It's about rom-coms. However, the end, the call sheet segment where Matt gives a prediction, he's going to give uh, his Super Bowl prediction about the ratings and he'll give insight on how that works a little bit more specifically. Nice. Okay. Um, most important part of the show. Rihanna props. We have odds on the songs. Riri. 
Oh, on the first song, song sings? first song. Okay. And keep in mind that it doesn't have to be three minutes. Like Bruno Mars came out once. Were you right? Like, what was your guess? This is what you came for? Uh, is that the best? The odds are not what I this thought. The first song odds, it's Diamonds is, is plus three, is three, three and a half to one. Lift Me Up, which is the song, the new song from the end of Black Panther is seven to one. Which if she came from the stage, maybe lift me up. Believe it is six to I one. I don't think they do. Heifetz is so literal with the song choices. Well, why like, else? But it's not a banger. Like, why would they start with, it doesn't build, like, it's not like a hype song. It's more of like a emotional song. Not all the songs in a halftime show are, are we talking the about first the first song. song? This is the first I just, song. I just uh. don't think they're like, what if we started with lift me up? Because Rihanna will be getting lifted up into the stage. <laughs> I think they're like, I think they're like this like song a, was like uh, the metaphor. closing song of Black Panther 2. <laughs> Very literal. I don't know. So. Don't stop the music is 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 the favorite plus one fifty. Oh, uh, nice! Umbrellas six to one. Work is nine to one. We found love is nine to one. Um, wait, they don't even have some of these. Wow! I think Umbrella is going to be later because they're going to yeah. bring Jay Z on in like some dramatic fashion. I think they do the whole like Umbrella or like three minutes of Umbrella. Yeah. I, I'm thinking it's going to be was like the Bruno song Mars. that like she got famous for. Right? Are they going to do Disturbia? I love that song. I that's your. I, sixth grade band was ripping up Let's the dance floor to Disturbia. Let's hear you sing it. My mind's in Disturbia. <laughs> beat up, bop, bop, That's a banger. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, we were talking about Kesha the other day. Solak's wife loves 2014 Kesha, and nice. when they got married, he was like, "We have to change the playlist." And we were like, "What's?" We were shaming him last night. You don't like, like What's Kesha? Wrong with Kesha? No, not I don't like Kesha. Mayor, my wife would be like, "All right, like, I'm gonna make dinner. Time to put on some tunes." And I would put on like. <laughs> <laughs> brush my teeth with a <laughs> bottle of Jack. Yes. We're going like, to die young. Yeah. And I was like, why? And she was like, well, I made this, you know, workout playlist at high school. And I was like, and then nothing sense. <laughs> TikTok yeah. on the clock. In order to be like married to me, you have to be like a very like patient and enduring and affable person. And she's that way with her music taste. But she's like, I decided I liked this song and that's just going to be fine forever. And I'm like, they're still making music. New people are making music. It's good. And so, yeah, it was a big thing. I'm going to, I'm going with Please Don't Stop the Music. Because that song begins with her just like saying with no music. Please don't stop the music. Mm -hmm. That'd be like a really cool starting. Like if there's there's it's no like music yet, it's just yeah, it's her. Like all dark. Yeah. Nothing. It's just her vocals. And then they'll have like the crowd, like, you know how every person in the crowd gets like a little light thing? Yeah, that she they goes, like please don't stop the music. And it's like, bump, bump. That'd be sweet. <laughs> That's my bet. I like this. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be. What are the other options, Heifetz? Give me the so, odds. So wait, now now I'm all confused. What what, what this, I, I've I've read so many Rihanna songs in a row. I now forgot the name of the Rihanna song that I thought was going to start. It was um. This is what you came for. Yes, it's not even listed. This is what you came for. It's the first song. Guess you guess you don't know what you're talking about. Maybe fine, but if that is the first song, for. I'll never let you forget it. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, okay. Uh, do you guys have any other actual football props? The only one I was looking at. That, you know like, why, Hive? It's probably, I, th I think it's a Calvin Harris song. It's not a it's Rihanna Calvin Harris song. and Rihanna. Yeah, so she's probably not going to start with a but song that she's featured to your on. point, my favorite halftime show is Bruno Mars, which I always forget. Like the first minute of it was just like a rave. And the first song of it, Archie Dunn made the second, is but it? he did Billionaire, which is a Travi McCoy song where he just did the chorus, but he just did the chorus to the song. Yeah, but th that was the opening song? I think, in retrospect, it might have been second. I don't think you open with a song you're featured on. What What mm. was the first mm. uh, one last year for Dre? Mm. Uh, 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 here, I'm going to turn it on. Hold on one sec. Is this okay if I turn it on real quick? Sure. I love that we're just all Bill now, where we just play songs out of our computers. The best part was when 50 Cent came down upside down. 
Yeah, oh, yeah. I was oh, all right. Good, good beginning to a halftime show. That was such a good show last year, man. That's a good way to start the What are your What are your favorite halftime shows? I love the Bruno Mars one. Um, last year was my favorite. Yeah. Which, like it's the first, only one I've ever seen live. But like I was just, it was so cool for the stadium and for the people and for yeah. the, the variety of artists. I loved last year's. I, I was wonderful. Yeah. I liked. I liked when Katy Perry was on that giant elephant. Left Dude, shark. the left shark, right shark yeah. thing. So, like, so funny. Did we ever tell you that we our first person we ever wanted as a guest on our show is we wanted left shark? <laughs> we talked to him on email. We talked to him over email. And I think we scared him off. But <laughs> he stopped we were, responding to us. He was like our personal jaws. <laughs> He's like, Please stop referring to me as left shark. <laughs> Please <laughs> stop contacting me. This is me. such a good origin story from the guys who got the whopper, whopper, whopper we, dudes. They were like, like, My name is we Jeremy. <laughs> stop. <laughs> like, Shut up, left shark. Come on our show. He blocked our email. Yeah. <laughs> it was like jaws. It was like we shot him with them. We just kept seeing the barrels and we're like come on we gotta get them <laughs> dude the left shark phenomenon was the only thing that like kept me sane after that whole super bowl ending like just the the left shark thing for the, like the next week yeah, that was, was the one with the Seahawks that lost. kept me alive yeah because oh, like, that was the that russell one? wilson okay. interception at the one yard dude, honestly you could convince me that those are the two best super bowl moments of the last 10 years it's just that malcolm butler pick and the left shark <laughs> like that's like the best <laughs> this thing was that arizona so we're back baby oh my God. maybe we're gonna have some crazy thing happen well we didn't even mention fucking Kevin Durant got traded here to the oh, city right. that we're in yeah. at the stadium without our hotel room yeah. looking at. It. Kevin Durant now should he's just like rent a ring. He really is just like he, he should well, do he's like 33, right? He's 34 years old, but like I feel like now it's just like he, he should just do like local car ads and be like <laughs> need a finals MVP? <laughs> well, call me. JG well, went, you know, 877 ring now. Well, we were talking <laughs> so like I'm curious <laughs> you think so, the numbers work. Well, Craig was like, just come back to the Warriors. And I was like, if if Durant, this was literally also before he got traded. It was like, if Durant went to the Warriors, or now that he just joined the Suns, how many rings does Durant need to win in a row? So people are like, yeah, I respect you. Well, it doesn't matter. Now, they won't respect him if he wins this either. No, but if they win. want, if, if this, if somehow Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and Kevin Durant stay together for 10 years, and they won 10 rings in a row, people would be like, okay, I respect you. Yeah. yeah. So what, one rings ring, in a row, yeah. that's what I'm saying. One ring? No, no one will respect Durant. <laughs> How many rings does Kevin Durant have to win in a row? My point is that's an obvious. How I many would he have three? to win in a row so people are like, I actually Kevin Durant? I, I said last night it. at dinner when Heifetz was yapping about this. Uh, I was I said four, four. In I a row. think three was my thought. Right, where if he if he goes and wins a ring, it's like man, screw you. And then if he wins a ring back to back, it's like oh my gosh, I can't believe this worked for him. And then if it's back to back to back, it's like. Ah, that's pretty cool. But if it's three, I think it's, it's four. It's, I think it's, it's a four. It's three. It's like, well, Jordan did three and he didn't need to like work yeah. Three, three four, is no one's number. ever done before. Yeah. I think, well, maybe Bill Russell did it, but four in the modern era. Isn't that fucked up that he has to, like, four in a row and yeah, sure. <laughs> no, you guys are holding him to an impossible standard. Well, did, he, as someone who doesn't follow the NBA, did he ask for a trade after the... Well, Kyrie got traded. I know, but like, did he ask yeah, he for one? Th- he signed an extent. He had three and a half years left in his contract. I think it was, I, you know, I'm sure he did. Yes. Yeah, okay. All right, well, after our cutting basketball analysis, I don't have to transition back to... Um, do we want to do any more football, po- my football, uh, football the props? Only, the only football ones I had left, I I mean, that I think are actually good. Marcus Valdez-Scantling is 10-1 to 1 for the longest catch of the game, which just seems like... Hmm. I know he's like more of a short guy in like short yardage. Are, are those the Chiefs. lowest odds for anyone? Not lowest for anyone, but it's like AJ yeah. Brown's like not like one and a half to one oh, for the longest catch or something. So like MVS being 10 to 1 just kind of leaped out. I'm like... I mean, one year ago, this guy was known for 70-yard touchdowns, so I don't know. Yeah. And then the other one, just Warren Sharp gave us Patrick Mahomes over four and a half rushing attempts. 
and kneel yeah. downs are included in that. So it's like three scrambles and two kneel downs, and that's like oh, easy. kneel downs are yeah. included. Yeah, yeah. So forgot like about that. Four rushes. Kneel downs the- are yeah. You know, like Matt Mahomes rushing prop under hit in the Niners Super Bowl when it was like over by like 13 yards because he was taking kneel downs. He was backing up a right, lot. Right, right, Because they had oh, like yeah. one. The betters are like, they, have like oh! a, they have like a minute 42 <laughs> to get rid of. So he literally had to like try to stay up for a few seconds oh and then kneel God, down. Yes. One of the worst breaks of all time. Oh, that's, that's tough. brutal. Dude, yeah. yeah, I think, was it Sal who gave out the Mahomes under and then like he was 13 over and then at the end and Sal was just like never in doubt. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Betting is easy, dude. Um, the other one just also fourth down opportunities. Um like Chiefs to convert a fourth down is like, yes, is like minus 120. You know what I liked is, uh, will either team convert a fourth down conversion in their own territory? Yes is plus 120. So it's like 49 I think or that's less. great. Like, yeah. uh, there's definitely going to be an instance where it's the second half and they're on their own 30 or 40 and it's like a fourth in inches or a fourth in one and they're like, we have to go for yes. it. Yes. Could yeah, you parlay a, um, that with, will there be a chain measurement in the game? <laughs> sure. Over, are they going to break um, chains? Yeah, there's a, does Jalen Hurts <laughs> rush for a fourth down conversion prop that's like, He's like minus one forty or something, which is just like, yes, he will. Yes. Like, they're gonna sneak. Like, what are we talking? What are <laughs> yeah. we doing right now? If they get oh, yeah, fourth down inside the one, they're gonna do it. What yeah. are the Jalen Hurts quarterback sneak props? I didn't even see any actually. I mean, like that's that's the one sneak prop. It's not Im- explicitly a sneak prop. It's implicitly one, but that's the one that I've seen. That uh, that's I think a good is good. One. Um, yeah. In terms of actual serious bets, right? Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite ones is Chiefs over zero point five rushing touchdowns minus one twenty five. Uh, the Chiefs have thrown good. a ton of touchdowns in the playoffs, but overall have been one of the best rushing teams in the league mm. in, in the low red zone. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco is a great short yardage back. They have a great short yardage line. Tony. And the Eagles are, Eagle Tony, obviously, and the Eagles are one <laughs> of the worst red zone rushing defenses because they don't like to put heavy personnel on the field. Uh, and mm. so Chiefs over 0.5 rushing touchdowns. You protect yourself from getting Jarek McKinnon if you take Isaiah Pacheco who's plus 120 to score a touchdown to me that's that's ludicrously low odds throwing a, a Mahomes I know they don't sneak but they ran like a speed option against the Niners in the Super Bowl a couple years ago and Mahomes can take it himself he can scramble and yep. go for it yep. that to me is 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 one of my biggest positions uh, of, of the week I want to ask you this one so like because you I think because you have a good feel for the offensive line for the Eagles so maybe this maybe this isn't a great one but both Chris Jones and Hassan Reddick Two sacks each, two plus sacks each. It's well, thirty to one. He didn't even have a sack in his career in the playoffs to like two yeah. games to the last game. Yeah, I struggle with that one. Hurts and, and Mahomes are so good at avoiding sacks, and the, the downs on which Hurts get sacks are typically blitz downs. And you're not going to see a defensive tackle often get the blitz on a, a sack on a blitz down. You're going to see either mm-hmm. the blitzer or the edge when he the the quarterback tries to escape. I just don't think Chris Jones is likely to get to two. Fair yeah. enough. He had two, he had two last yeah. week. Zero. Both these guys are just sons of guns to tackle. Like you could be pressured yeah. like crazy and just you're not going to get the quarterback. The yeah, the quarterback variable is a very good yeah. point. Yeah. Okay. Any other props? I just I like we the one I wanted. Lot. The one I wanted to throw out, which is literally just a gut thing. It has no like. I don't know if there's any reality here, but Jarek McKinnon over twenty two and a half receiving yards. I just feel like why? Where is McKinnon gone? Why, why did yeah. they stop like? Uh, Giving him the football. The first prop I took this week was Jarek McKinnon over 22 and a half receiving yards. Thank you. Is that your favorite prop of this week? I just want to do everyone's favorite prop. I don't know. For whatever reason, I just have a gut feeling that he's going to be like a big part of this game plan after basically doing nothing, at least with the football the last few weeks. The last few weeks, he's actually out-snapped Pacheco just barely, but he hasn't like been touching the football for whatever reason. If you narrow it down to the five games before Mahomes got hurt, he was averaging five catches for 53 yards. Those McKinnon was? Yes. Yeah. So if you uh, really cool stat um, from the guys at four for four football who are awesome, Connor Allen, Ryan Noonan, uh, games in which 
Michael Hardman is playing. Mm -hmm. Jarek McKinnon averages 2.3 targets, 1.6 receptions, 13.2 yards. In the nine games in which McKinnon has been active for the Chiefs and Michael Hardman hasn't been. Five targets, four receptions, 40 receiving yards. There you go. Mm. The Chiefs, when they need yak, they press the Michael Hardman button. When the Michael Hardman button isn't available, they press the Jarek McKinnon button. And the Eagles are going to oh. put a deep blanket on you. They're going to put an intermediate blanket on you. They're going to force you to check the ball down. McKinnon is going to have a volume game receiving. I'd be shocked. I love if he this. Okay. okay. So the best th- bets I think we discussed in this episode Jarek McKinnon over 22 and a half yards. Passing, Chiefs pass in their first play. Jody Fortune, <laughs> 14 to 1 whatever. for a touchdown. <laughs> and then, if I say, may say so myself, maybe the greatest prop ever been given. Kelsey brothers facing off against each other mentioned over one and a half times. Also, don't overthink it. Travis Kelsey overs. Yeah, and all the Travis Kelsey overs. Chiefs over 0.5 rushing touchdowns minus 125. (laughs) And just as a reminder, um, if you're going to put, you know, 10 bucks on Jackson Mahomes over under TikToks, you could take two, five bucks, send it to the earthquake relief fund, five for the kids. Five for the Jackson Mahomes over under TikTok. There we go. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. So, and that is in our episode, in all seriousness, that is in our episode description. So you can, you know, just take something, throw it out. We'll, we'll tweet it out. It's also in the link for this episode description. Also, uh, I just want to say shouts out to just, just all these betting websites and the weird bets that they put on there. I, I found one today that was, will Tom Cruise parachute into the stadium and <laughs> hand deliver the game ball to the referees? No is minus 15,000. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because okay. there's the thing. He parachutes in, but then he drops the ball when he lands. Prop doesn't hit. And that's how you win to it. That's how you that's get it. Yeah, yeah. Right there. Yeah. So. Dude, I, I, I know I mentioned this, this two pods in a row, but the Avatar 2, the beginning, like where they're showing the videos IMAX, and it's just him doing the parachute, the bike off the cliff in Norway. That's him into the stadium. Yeah. That's, he's going into oh, a football stadium. Been, that's the end of the video. Yeah. <laughs> It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Have you seen all those Mission Impossibles? I actually have missed the last... That video convinced me to watch the last three. Oh, they're great. Rogue Nation, Fallout, I Ghost watched Oracle. the bad one. I don't like what just happened there where you just started naming them. Yeah. That worries me a lot. I, I, watched- know, I know them as two, three, four, five. <laughs> I didn't love them. Yeah, you saw the I actually just named five, six, and seven. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're good. They're great. I'm, I'm going to go through them. Okay. Thank you, DK. Thank you, Solak. Thank you, Craig. And thank you, honestly, again, thank you to everyone who actually go through and donate to the Earthquake Relief Fund for the earthquake victims in Turkey and Syria. And that is in the episode description. Um, thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Burger King. You're not going to do Rihanna? <laughs> He's like, fuck oh, Rihanna. It's on Spotify. <laughs> Burger cheese, burger cheese, burger cheese, burger cheese, bacon. It really slaps, actually. It does. It's great. The songbird. I've been called the songbird of my generation. <laughs> Sounds like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. <laughs> Craig, that was actually a great point by you asking uh, where they got the actual guy who sang this. Yeah. Because he's like. Sort of an everyman singer. Yes. Yeah. He, he, it's like yeah. the Bismarcky, uh, just yeah. a friend, where you're like, oh, yeah, I this is me. <laughs> yeah, he has an everyday kind of sound, which is great, because Burger King's for an everyday kind of person, yeah. you know? <laughs> you rule this day. You. <laughs> you do. Thank you. Have it your way. All right. Goodbye, everyone. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. 
You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.